0: To another episode of Mystery of the Week, week,
1: week, week. Four hours of power power nap.
2: What's like? a normal power nap time?
1: Well, okay. <laughs> it was definitely not four hours. Ask us. Okay, Just maybe ask. Maybe us not for four hours. It.
2: Power nap implies sh- very short and quick, <laughs> 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 like uh, thirty minutes. <laughs>
1: I, I thought power it? nap meant that you uh, power. powering. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm powering <laughs> through really almost a full nap night's nap sleep. up. <laughs> just wake up and feel so generalized. Regenerized. Generalized. Is that even a just word? Just in general. <laughs> <laughs> <just gonna> generized. <laughs> I feel so generalized. <laughs> so many people just generalized. I'm
2: getting generalized.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough <laughs> making fun of me. God <laughs> damn it. All right, enough about
2: this nap and more about Alien Agenda.
1: Alien Agendas. Welcome
0: back, guys, for episode three of our Alien Agenda saga.
2: Well, let's recap what you've heard. You've heard about the Galactic Federation of Light, those that are here to enlighten and guide us. We've heard about
1: the negative Alien Agenda. The ones that are
2: going to fuck us over.
1: <laughs> They're literally out just to fuck you.
2: Yeah, we're screwed with them. But now, we're going to come back on an upswing with Johns.
0: Aliens that are trying to help us ascend mentally and scientifically. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So I'm going to be covering the Lyrians of the constellation of Lyria. I'm also going to be covering Umites. The Umites we will definitely get into that. Let's just get into this. Let's start off hot. Let's start off hot here. I'm excited. Wee wee wee. All right, so, the Lyrians. The Lyrians come from the constellation called the Cradle of Lyria. Oh, who would have thought? Not me. I wouldn't <laughs> have thought that. I would have thought they would have come from B5430. yeah. You know, and that's just typical me. I, I'm always thinking about the sci- scientific names of these planets. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Lyrians... Actually went to battle with the reptilians that we talked about in a previous episode. Here mm. seems like everyone's gone to battle with, with the with the reptilians at this point. So the reason they went to battle with the reptilians is that the Lyrians were supervising the seeding or colonization of a planet called Terra. This planet was a five D planet and.
2: What's that mean? That
0: actually means like it was a fifth dimensional planet. Oh
2: shit. What? Yeah. What was that like?
0: What? So the in in what they were actually trying to do, they were trying to they were trying to colonize this this five dimensional planet with the 12 strand DNA. Now, to put that in perspective, humans have two strand DNA. So we know like a sixth of what this other this other type of creature was
2: so they probably have like a couple extra arms and toes and
0: you know honestly yes they, have they that probably dick on their could. forehead <laughs> a big fat dick all right on their forehead <laughs> are you reading my mind Holly <laughs> so 12 strand DNA actually means that you're about as close to an all-knowing God being as you possibly can be at that point like what we can fuck? we can only barely fathom what an actual 12-strand DNA is.
1: Um, but I can only barely fathom what a 5D planet was. <laughs> Yeah,
0: really, you lost me a 5D planet. They were trying to colonize a 12-strand DNA species on a 5D planet of Terra. Now, the reptilians, obviously creatures that only have service to self, they really don't care about anybody else, they decided they wanted to try to control the Lyrians that were supervising this. And they had converts, essentially. So people started, you know, buying into their whole rhetoric. Um, The Lyrians? The Lyrians did, yeah. Some, Some of the Lyrians. This kind of caused a... Not kind of caused. This caused a very serious conflict within the actual Lyrian race. Because the reptilians were coming in trying to essentially mindfuck. Mindfuck a large portion of the Lyrians. During that, it actually started the Lyrian Wars.
2: Okay, just for a second, so the listeners can picture this war, will you please just... So we know the reptilians are like lizard-like, bipedal humanoids.
1: Better fucking 12 feet tall with wing dependages.
2: Yeah, and then... The Lyrians are cool as fuck too.
0: The Lyrians are the Lyrians are super fucking cool. They are just completely cat-like creatures. Yeah, I'm gonna get into some of how people have presented what the Lyrians look like because the Lyrians are not a species of alien that are predominantly in contact with humans. Where they don't, they really don't do that. They're they're more for the uh, spiritual upswing of humanity. They will primarily talk to. To us through um, through me- meditations uh, that's how a lot of people actually contact them, um, that's how we get a lot of our descriptions of what the Lyrians look like there are some first hand encounters but a lot of them are primarily focused around meditation and being able to go so deeply into that meditation that they're actually seeing the aliens there, having full conversations with them about how they want the uh, strand of humanity that we are to progress.
2: They're so majestic, I love <laughs> they them. <laughs> are. They are, they
0: look, they look amazing. Now that we're inside the actual Lyrian Wars with the Reptilians, during this, it actually destroyed the constellation of Lyria. Oh
2: no. Their,
0: their planet was severely destroyed, their whole social structure was destroyed.
2: Oh, not physically, just their, like, economy and society I mean, it was, broke?
0: it was pretty physically destroyed. Like, the planet, it caused a large number of Lyrians to actually go off to different constellations. Aww. Which, honestly, Holly, is going to tie in a lot to your previous episode about uh, the the Polydians. The Polydians were actually gathered from Lyrians. Lyrians, whenever, whenever this Lyrian war broke out and it caused them all to actually disperse, They went to several different star systems, such as Hades, Vega, and Pallades. Now, whenever they went... When they went to Pallades, uh, it took several thousands of years, but then they actually contacted Earth. They finally traveled to Earth. Uh, Now, this was probably a slightly different strand of Lyrians over time. They had evolved. At which time now, you have to also keep in reference point that the Lyrians have evolved past war. They don't even... They have no struggles anymore. They have ascended that high in their consciousness level. Now, many Lyrians came from Pallades to Earth to help in our spiritual and consciousness development. That said, the depiction of the Sphinx that we see in Egypt—a cat-like human,
2: right—as
0: a god—that
2: makes sense and how they worship cats. Yes. They could have been worshiping Lyrians that were coming to the Egyptians. I think, I th- and,
0: and that's really the big question that a lot of <gasps>
2: I love that. <laughs> I loved
0: it. I loved reading all about this. This is such a cool topic. So we, we see them in the Sphinx of ancient Egypt. We all know that Egyptians worshiped cats as gods, and this may actually be the reason why. Uh, the Lyrians have now, as I was saying, modern man has very limited contact with the, with the Lyrian race. Again, like, like I had said, we really only contact them through focus points where we are actually meditating. I watched I, I went I went through and I started watching videos about people getting in contact with the Lyrians. <laughs> One of the videos that I pulled up was the most amazing thing that I've ever seen in my life. Set background two <laughs> A man sitting in a room of his house saying, Hey guys, how's it going? It's your guy back again. For another sick fucking vid he he starts going through <laughs> he starts going through and saying okay so um, you know I, I want to talk about my uh, I want to talk about my experiences with the lyrians he, he starts telling you about how he was contacting them through um, meditation and he actually starts describing them he says now at first his wife was the one who was contacting them at first and then he started to become in contact with them his wife was describing cat-like beings uh they would have the head the head of house cats she's also said that they had the head of cougars and mountain lions so this planet essentially this species of alien is consistent of all different types of cats so i mean all of them that we actually see now he was saying that she was getting in contact with them and had eventually gotten to the point where she said they want me to come on their ship
2: he's like okay Bye, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was like, this guy, his demeanor throughout the whole video is just, like, very positive. Very positive, but I've never felt sadder for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you,
2: you do you, but damn,
0: I loved her. Now she's just gone.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they had, essentially, she had been talking to the Lyrians, and they had planned out a trip that she was going to take on their spaceship with them. It was going to happen within, like, a, a week's time, he said that she eventually went on the trip. But that's kind of where he cut off Wait, his story. Did he
2: like drop her off at a bus station? No, no, no. Did they were they, they were
0: gonna pick her up at a park close close by to their house. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, because it was like more of a more of an open field that, that she would be able to like get in to the ship.
2: Is he sure she's not just dealing drugs or something? <laughs> well,
0: and then it comes into <laughs> You cut kind, you kinda of lose focus inside that video to where he more or less just describes the spiral downward of his life. After she had went onto the ship, about five days later, they got a divorce. She left the guy
2: <laughs> from space. She's like, "Sorry, I'm not coming." No, it back. was about
0: five days af- after her trip that she had like gotten back with from from the actual like Lyrian trip, and she had just left him. She had filed for divorce and everything. So. My grasp on this is if someone tells you that they're getting ready to be picked up on a ship and you're married to them By Lyrians keep them. By Lyrians, watch your ass. Because most likely it's There's Fred you. it's Fred from from work that you've always kinda had a weird thought about, but she's obviously been having weirder thoughts about him.
2: Yeah. Or that church Wait. she's been going to got a little more weird and she actually left our <laughs> cult or something.
1: That's the vibe I'm getting. Well, my question is, did he just drop her off at this park and she was like, yeah, so they're going to be here and like, Ten minutes, so you can just go ahead and go on home, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did he? He drop was just her okay off? with it. To right?
0: me, to me, the whole thing seemed really sketchy. I, yeah, seemed sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> but again, she this just guy met Fred in the middle of a field. <laughs> again, this guy was just—he was the most positive guy, but also like in a very sad way, where like he always—he only wants to see the best in like the whole problem that he's having. But he also um. has emotions. He's grappling with the same oh, he stuff. was grappling hard. He was grappling hard with his emotions. What's this guy's name? I have no clue what this no. guy's name is. We, we should send him a greeting <laughs> card of some kind. But like, this...
2: hang in there, buddy, and it's a cat from a tree or something. <laughs> hang in there, buddy. <laughs> you know, the classic.
0: <laughs> his depictions of the aliens were pretty cool. He he was saying they had suits that they that would actually keep his keep their bodies at a perfectly regulated temperature and atmospheric conditions. No matter what planet they went on, they were always just... Just chill. ...comfortable. <laughs> Is it Haynes? <laughs> I'm going with it. It was probably Fruit, fruit of the loom. <laughs> Fruit of <the> loom. <laughs> It's like a Michael Jordan Weirian. <laughs> we're actually in very good partnership with <laughs> Michael Jordan. From this, I actually have a real experience from a separate person, not this fucking YouTube guy, but I have a separate experience from someone. A recent Leary encounter. Now, this happened around 2005 is what I got. This actually comes from a Reddit user, you, Kashaova007, appreciate ya. This comes from them. So, they had a friend. Their friend's mom was the one who experienced this. She was actually out doing laundry
2: The classic, my friend's Mm -hmm. mom. My mom's friend's daughter's cousin's aunt.
0: My mom's friend lived in Sonora, California. The story goes that she was in her mid-30s, was doing laundry, and while carrying a basket from one room to another, she glances out the window and sees a human figure in her yard. The figure has the head of a cat and the body of a human. It is wearing a latex-like suit.
2: And she started going... Come on, come
0: on, <laughs> <laughs> Well, what she actually describes is that she saw fear inside of its eyes. She actually felt a, tra- a transposed emotion from the actual being itself. She felt fear, she felt surprise, and then she felt calm throughout the whole thing. It was actually like transposing emotions onto her to make her not like react heavily. Um, is is the way is the way she was reporting it. She said she looked into its eyes and it slipped behind the garage and was never seen again.
2: Just like an actual cat. <laughs> just like an actual
0: cat. Where the fuck that cat go! Get her don't know. <laughs> <kitty>. <laughs> but she felt she felt the overwhelming sense that the whole encounter itself was an accident on the part of the creature being seen. She said she she actually just like felt that emotion running through her that she knows the creature didn't Want to be seen, but happened to be going back to its its base camp. This kind of goes back to um, some aliens are actually based inside of mountains.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, inside of so- so- Sonora, California. It's, or you have more of a more of a more of a mountain range, obviously inside of Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but it it, it could have just been going out to hunt for food or something. I mean, who who actually knows? But she knows that it was not meant to be seen and she felt that whenever she actually encountered that that being. Now that I've talked about Lyrians let's actually get into the Umites. Just such a cool name. <laughs> Umites. <laughs> the Umites are actually descendants of the Lyrians. Almost as if they're like a child race or like a slightly staggered evolved race is, is more so how I'm looking at this and kind of the way it reads. Now the the Lyrians, they they are the ones who are trying to help us evolve spiritually. You know, that's why they're coming to us whenever we're going through meditation, etc. Uh, they are trying to help us raise our consciousness. The Umites, on the other hand, are the ones who are trying to help us technologically. As we were saying, the Umites are descendants of the Lyrian race. After the Lyrian wars happened and the Lyrians were driven out of their Star system of the Cradle of Lyria.
1: Are these on five-dimensional planets as well?
0: So they don't really get into what dimensional state they're actually living in. Um, it's just more so they are more knowledgeable than us. Um, I'm I'm going with they're probably living in like fourth or fifth dimension. Yeah. Um, so they are they are actually considered to possibly be from the star system of Wolf 424. Now, Wolf 424 is about 14.6 light years away. The most famous account that happened with the Umites actually occurred in the 60s and 70s. The Umites were said to have a base in a small town in the French province of Bassus Alps. It's actually the base of the Alps. Oh, who
2: would have thought? (laughs) I was about to be really impressed if they were at the top of the Alps.
0: You know, I probably said Bassus Alps. I'm I'm sure it's Basis (laughs) Alps. I'm sure that it is. Yeah,
2: but you said it more fancy.
0: (laughs) Bosses Alps. (laughs) (laughs) So, during this time, the Umites had a very, very, very limited contact with the actual humans. They selected just a few number of individuals and distributed detailed technical information on different technologies and revolutionary theories that the world would expand. Now, you may be asking yourself. Go ahead and ask me, guys. Go ahead and ask me. What could be inside of all this information that we're getting?
2: What could be inside all, all this information, information that we're getting, John?
0: Well, I'm so happy you asked. Are you? Anytime. I am. I'm very happy you asked. Good. So, inside the letters that were being actually passed out by the Umayy, they were filled with mathematical algorithms, algebraic relations, and a large number of symbols. Now... Sometimes the Umites would actually go through and translate for humans what the actual symbols meant and sometimes some of their language. How nice. How nice of them.
2: This goes back to like your ancient technology stuff, like the Voynich Manuscript, that oh, uh, the... machine that they found that they thought could be a computer, like yeah. things we can't crack because they're only have contacted or portrayed this information to a certain group of people
0: yeah i mean it was it was very it was to a very small number of people and like they they still have some of the actual papers that were distributed now all these papers were only distributed through through postal service so these people that were actually being in contact with the umites never fucking met the umites never met them
2: like that chain mail right. so kind of send this to ten friends or you'll die.
1: Yeah, it was
0: ki- kinda like chain mail, but like you're actually receiving just math papers.
2: Do you guys ever have pen pals in school?
0: I never had a pen pal. I honestly as an adult think I still
1: want a pen pal.
2: Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it's just the internet now.
1: I just had pen pals from people who were Amish, I think. Really? What? Yeah. It the, was where they talk about how boring their fucking life was. Pretty much.
0: (laughs) There's so much dirt. (laughs) All I do is wake up and...
2: Scoop cow poop. All
0: I do is smell like cow poop no matter where
1: I go.
2: All right, we're hating really heavy
1: on (laughs) (laughs) that. It's not like they're listening. (laughs) Sorry if there's any um, Mennonite people listening to this, but... So,
0: like I was saying, there was no physical face-to-face contact made with anybody with the Umites, except for one man, one nameless man, because he does not want to give out his information. Michael Jordan. Probably Michael Jordan, most likely it's Michael Jordan. In all actuality, we have really no idea. It's heavily speculated it's Michael Jordan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What if we get a letter from Michael Jordan now being... You just you, you need to fucked take, it you up. You need to
2: take your podcast down. This is this isn't working for me.
1: <laughs> It'll come at a small price, Michael Jordan, just to let you know.
2: All the fruit of the loom we've ever
0: won. <laughs> no. I'll take all the fruit of the loom. <laughs> so this one man actually contacted a UFO group in Madrid called the Madrid Group.
2: Oh. <laughs> How original. Keeping it simple.
0: So the, the, the Madrid group was just a Spanish UFO research group. The man had advertised uh, for work inside of paper as, as he, was a, he was a typist looking for work. He was then contacted by two tall, fair-haired, respectably dressed men, not heathenly dressed, they were just respectably dressed. They had, you know, suits on, and, like, their shirt was tucked in, but, like, only in the front, because it was, like, a French tuck or they something. They
2: weren't like wearing, that. like, crop tops during their belly. No, they
0: weren't wearing crop tops. This wasn't... They weren't trying to be sexy. Oh. Okay? They weren't
1: trying to be sexy, Holly. Their agenda is not to be sexy. <laughs> I
2: mean... They're trying
1: to expose the truth, Holly. They
2: could do that and be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they look could.
1: Have, look at that
0: no belly button on them. <laughs> 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 so he he was he was looking for work, putting it out in the paper. Hey guys, I type up papers all the time. Does anybody need somebody to type a paper for him? So mm-hmm. he he was contacted by these men. When he actually met them, they said they were Danish doctors.
2: Interesting choice. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> it was just something I guess that was far enough away. De- like Denmark was just far enough away that they were like. Eh, now whatever. I
2: really wish they were in those crop tops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So these Danish doctors said they needed a service for typing out scientific material on a regular basis. He said everything was going great. You know, he he was do, doing his job, he was getting paid, it was it was fine. Uh, until one day he was reading through some of the papers that he was given. Mm. Oh, and in the paper it wasn't even fucking subtle. <laughs> they just they just came out and said it. We are Umites, from a planet called Umo. Umo is located 14.6 light years away from Earth.
1: Are we sure that it's Umo and not Uno?
0: Oh, I'm sure. They're, not, they're single... not playing the game Uno. Maybe
1: they <laughs> invented it. <laughs> like... Fucking skip turn. Skip turn. That's
2: what the whole reptilian and lyrian war was, just a big uno
1: turn. Everybody was just
0: flipping tables. You fucking cheated. You can't put that color on this color. You can do that as long as it's the same card. But it's not the same card.
2: They're like, do you guys play where you can put a plus two on top of another plus two? We don't
0: fucking play like that. We're fucking adults, Kevin.
2: Oh, dang it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Kevin, dude. After he had read the papers that said, we're not from here, we're from a planet 14.6 light years away from Earth, he, you know, questioned the doctors. He said, guys, what's going on? <laughs> 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 He's just like, guys. He's like, are you sure you're Danish? It says here you're not Danish. You've been telling me, you. are you guys lying? After he questioned the doctors, They, they, they completely said, yeah. We we aren't from here. We're we're not we're not actually from Earth. And he obviously was in a state of dis disbelief at this point. And more or less needed needed them to be able to prove it to him that they that they weren't from here. Like how how are you if if you were told right now I mean if I said, Holly, I'm not even from Earth are you even gonna believe that? No. No. You're not going to believe it because that's fucking insane to prove it to him. That they were actually from a different planet. They pulled out a small sphere, a small ball, <laughs> and they held it out in their hand. They didn't. They didn't pull out their nut sacks. They okay. said, <laughs> "Look at that. Oh, pretty cool, huh?" No, they pull out. They pull out this one sphere, and they put their hand out. Their palm drops. The sphere stays hovering inside the air. What? Cool magic trick, David Blaine. I don't fucking believe it. So. Calm down. You know how I get about David Blaine. (laughs) So they pulled their hand down from the sphere. It's sitting there floating in the air. He looks into the sphere. He sees the previous day. Inside the same office he's in, he sees his wife come into the room. And start going through some of the paperwork that's there. The wife then is fearing that these, these Danish doctors that her husband's working for are actually spies from a different country, and that sets off her radar that she wants to report them to the government. And so they've they've already had this happen to me. You know, this is the day before, but they're showing him inside of a sphere. This is what this is what's happened here, and. That that more that more or less proves it to him. Like you're you're watching time happen inside of this small amount of space here.
2: I don't know if this is if I was this typist if I would be comforted or just growing more and more disturbed.
1: <laughs> I, now you're telling me you're aliens and you're also watching my wife. You looking at her when she's wa- at home.
2: Yeah, yeah. We are.
1: Well, if you're
0: yeah, we are. But yeah, we are. But <laughs> I'm just
2: trying to make a point.
0: So after that day. He never sees these Danish doctors again, essentially. His his employment with them has been terminated.
1: No. Um,
0: (laughs) No. They're They're walking out the door. That's Brady. No. (laughs) A little bit of drool is going to roll
2: down. And he farts (laughs) a little
0: Oh.
1: Uh, come back! Come on, where are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to stay a little while? I <coughs> will make cookies. I love you. I love you. Oh, no.
2: I'm just victory. Brandon's telling them to me. <laughs> <laughs> and when he farts, he, like, poops a little and he knows he's uncomfortable in a bad situation, but he's, just, like...
1: Stay calm. Just with, like, the... The gloves on, everything, just holding, like, a fresh plate of cookies. Wait. Come on, guys. Oh. Like, it's stinky in here. We have to leave.
0: It smells bad, Brandon. We have to go. Come on. Come on. I got got fudge cookies, dude. Please. Come on, dude. Fudge cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good choice. (laughs) So, what we've learned from this experience is that The Umites seem to be a species whose purpose is one of helping scientists and innovating technologies and theories that assist in the advancement of global problems. In 1973, the Umites terminated their residence on Earth, stating with sadness that they were disapproving of our employment of scientists primarily for war and destruction of our own humankind
2: very similar. Are they in the Galactic Federation or do they work outside of that?
0: See, I feel like that's that's a harder question to answer. I mean, I would I would assume they are inside of this Galactic Federation because they are the they they are the descendants of the Lyrians. The Lyrians are said to be our original ancestors. They were they were the original seeding of Earth. Like we we are composed of Lyrian
1: DNA.
2: Look like cats.
1: I wish we look like cats. Man,
2: yeah, we would but, be adorable cats.
1: So then, where do regular cats come from? Regular cats may be a different seeding
0: of of a different species on Earth. So, since they were they were seeding quote I'm I'm using air quotes here since they were seeding Earth, you know, the primate may have been one that had been seeded. While a different four legged creature may have also been seated, seeing how they may turn out. Mm. And primates were already on their scheduled evolutional traits at that point. Where this other creature may have just evolved into your your average cats. And I mean I mean this spans to lions and tigers and, and bears, don't Not lie. bears, not fucking bears. Oh,
2: oh man. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, I don't mean to get like that. You know how I am.
2: About bears.
0: Yeah.
1: God, fuck those bears. God damn
2: it. I am telling you, I think cats, especially house cats, are more than we think. I think they're alien spies.
1: They really do like to knock off shit off tables, so. I think they're part of the NAA.
2: They could be seeded by Lyrians, but maybe they don't have as many strands of DNA, so they're not as evolved.
1: Very much so, yes. So, I always had this theory that The reason why we look so different than other species of animal is because we were part of alien DNA or origin. And that's why we stand on two legs and that's why we are more intelligent than other species. Um, The only other intelligent species that came strictly from Earth could possibly be monkeys, apes. They are just now coming up to the Stone Age, whereas we're far beyond that comparative to our time. so oh, I see like they just
0: they're, they're just now getting to their point of
1: they're s- cracking the code to intelligence
0: yeah. well I've, I've been seeing that too, where they say apes are um, essentially training jungle dogs.
2: They're highly intelligent yeah it's insane they, they build tools to gather food and all kinds of things it's really interesting
1: it really is i
2: i would argue that sometimes i think our intelligence is relative and other animals are h- higher evolved than us because they don't need so much that we do to survive or live that's true sometimes yeah that's, I that's question a question good... our intelligence because of our dependency on so many outside factors and material.
0: But I think our dependency on those has made us more conscious, more aware which has kept striving for more evolution within our DNA. So, that's just one thought. Now, going back to the actual Umites, they were saying with sadness that we primarily only employ our scientists for the destruction of our own species. And this could definitely go back to the rep. Tillions bending light reality and forcing religion upon us that has driven us apart. They are forcing war on us based on these religions that are imploring us to destroy our own species.
2: Yeah, like systematically they are taking over.
0: It's it's kind of insane. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't wanna say I'm a convert now, but A lot of this stuff makes a lot more sense than any other religion that I've ever heard of.
1: Well, I mean, you can actively see it. The fact that we are constantly in war over these small... Small, petty things. Yeah, exactly.
2: And that it's become profitable and we stay within it even though it's not humanizing to do so. Like, we see that it's causing us despair and destruction, but we're choosing profit over
0: and that's and that's the whole thing that our we're we're destroying we're destroying ourselves here. We're we're de essentially dehumanizing each other to create an an, an agenda for war. Yeah, and because, justify yes, it. Yes, the 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 more that we dehumanize the enemy, the more they don't look like people, the more they look like the enemy. Mm-hmm. We even
2: have to dehumanize the enemy, we dehumanize within our own society and culture. Oh yeah to send them out. Anybody to fight that's even war.
0: Now the Umites they actually stated your planet, your people, your species, they're like children. They're playing with dangerous toys and we can do nothing about this. Now, inside of this when they're saying we can do nothing, the reason they can do nothing and I wanted to touch on it so hard on on both both of your guys' shows. So, they said we can do nothing. There's a co- there's a cosmic law that states every planet must survive on its own path, or must perish on its own path. No. They can do nothing to intervene, to to try to help us, to try to dissuade us from doing anything. You can't
2: change our course. Exactly. No.
0: The most way. the most they can do is try to nudge us in a certain direction that they know is going to help us. So that's why the Umites are nudging us towards scientific evolution. That's why the Lyrians are trying to nudge us towards conscious evolution. That's why Holly's aliens are, are trying to help us.
2: And like guidance and healing. And like you said, they're trying to guide us, not control us or change us. They're trying to guide us.
0: But that's where the NAA comes in because they're not in this galactic federation where they're being applicable to the actual laws of the galaxies.
2: Well, like Brandon said, they have no moral compass, so they're not they're, guided by anything. They're, that's why,
0: not,
1: they're not in the God source. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's why That's why they're fine with actually mind controlling and forcing us to do things. That's why they're fine with bending light reality around us.
1: So, okay, that sparks a question in my In my head, is there somebody who's beyond the Lyrians and the Umites and then beyond, beyond, um, you know, your aliens, Holly, that are trying to come and help us? So is there somebody uh, even above them that created this universal law? And if they catch anybody doing it, they're you're you're going to Universal Jail. (laughs) Universal Studios. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yay!
2: Um, Well, I think where it's a double-edged sword for those within the Galactic Federation of Light or on the agenda like yours, John, fighting against the agenda of the reptilians and the draconians and all the NAA is if they were to take such charge that then goes against the rule of too much interference you know they mm-hmm. can't come in and take over they're beyond war so they're trying to find a peaceful enlightened way to guide us so they don't have to go into war and them interfering too much could cause destruction as well
1: mm-hmm. but
2: the Arcturians are a very highly evolved godlike species or of the highest in my list
1: that I went over Yeah. so I want to know if there's any other alien agenda out there where they're not part of the universal law but they're also not part of the NAA but not also part of the NAA where they don't give a shit they see anybody who's doing wrong, they're just gonna fuck your day, that's what I would hope for,
2: they'll just go in and bitch slap the fucking reptilian yeah but
1: maybe there is something like that but they're on a completely separate er, not universe but they're in a way far the fuck out their galaxy and they just haven't found us yet they're just you know doing a sweep of everything and just making sure that everything's in order but yeah. they haven't found the 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 reptilians they're like the uh, they're like the te- Texas Rangers of the space yeah they're they're like the police <laughs> they just they just sweep and constantly checking in on the universe and making sure that nobody needs to get their ass kicked and go to jail and just all Just check it stuff. in. No
0: one needs to get their ass kicked today? No? All, all right. right, good deal. Good deal.
1: <laughs> or maybe we're supposed to be on that path. Maybe that's where we come in later in the future. Either that or we're gonna get taken over by the fucking reptilians and become maybe. the new Greys. Maybe. We'll see what, I mean I guess we won't see what happens but maybe our great, 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 great great grandchildren may. God, I can only hope my great, 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 great,
0: great, 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 great grandchildren do find out. <laughs> <laughs> So, essentially, the Umites said that we have chosen the path of full planetary destruction at this point. We have neglected our planet. We have waged wars on ourselves with nuclear weapons. Um, And there's nothing they can actually do, you know, in in accordance with this cosmic law. They said, we've destroyed our, our atmosphere. We've destroyed our oceans. We're doing everything it seems possible that we can do. To try to destroy ourselves, we're not helping anything on like a very grandiose scale here. You know, we're destroying a whole planet day by day, hour by hour. So they are essentially brought to tears at this point because they are. (laughs) They said we are. We're gonna send them a greeting card. as well. (laughs) (laughs) They said, you know, we are we are your we are your cosmic brothers. We are you are descendants you are descendants of our people and we're watching you just destroy yourselves, you know, and, and really, why they're sad you know, we have such a rare ap- atmospheric condition of Earth where we are ever so far away from the sun, it's not this boiling planet, we are at a very nice range of heat and cold here, and we've taken this gift and just thrown it back into the face of, of the God Source, and we're we're just saying fuck you, really so to the whole thing. Sad.
2: You know it breaks my heart.
0: <laughs> it really is. I hate it. So another thing, that that really concludes my species of aliens. Uh, but one other thing I wanted to touch on that Holly wanted me to touch on as well, is it goes back to the Draconians. The Draconians actually attempted to seed Earth as well after the Lyrians had seeded Earth.
2: which just to recap, they're at the tippy-tippy top of the NAA.
0: Of the NAA. They're the two tip branded Brandon,
2: tips. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm still not
0: in... I'm not their dad. <laughs> I'm not their dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever the Draconians came in and they seeded Earth, this broke the cosmic law that we just talked about, of interfering. Ah. Once they interfered, though, we now have... You know, star seeds of of this of the dr- draconian species inside of our DNA. It's in all of our DNA. Do in doing so, the Galactic Federation placed a ban on our DNA. They encoded us to never be able to ascend Lock higher
2: down on our DNA.
0: Yeah, they we're we're not able to actually ascend higher than the fifth dimension. They'll still they'll still allow us to ascend to the fifth dimension, but they essentially put what's called on us.
1: The six, six, six seal. <laughs> <laughs> we're dude.
0: And and that's it's exactly why I said that the the six, six, six seal is put in place because since we have reptilian DNA inside of us, they don't want us to ascend to the sixth dimension because that means destruction towards other species. Since we are <sighs> such a since we are such a destructive force to ourselves. Imagine what we would do once we come in contact with with other species. So
2: they think we're not only influenced by reptilians and negative alien alliance, they think it's just embedded in us and that if we ascend that DNA will take over and yes. take advantage of such a powerful dimension. Yes. Wow. But, uh, I hope we if, still have a jubilee. If, if <laughs> they
0: they said they said over time it will
1: essentially work its way out of us. I was going to say cuz I feel like there's a lot of people that I meet that wouldn't meet that criteria. Yeah.
0: There's I mean there there's a lot. I mean, but it's enough that they said they won't let us ascend there. I mean, we haven't even hit the we haven't even hit the fucking fourth dimension yet at this point. So, I mean, talking about getting even to the sixth dimension is such a, a- astronomical feat at this point. But for future generations not being able to hit that if you were a fourth or fifth d- dimensional being and you know like there's a there's a ceiling on this there's a cap that says we can't go past this i feel like that will cause a lot of other frustrations to the point that we would start s- causing wars ourselves other galactic wars new galactic
1: wars so like what if we actually came in contact with aliens and they were actively talking with us at this point May it be anybody who's part of the NAA or part of the, you know, your Lyrians or Umites or, you know, any, any part of your aliens, Holly. You know, and we know the aliens are real at this point, and we know that they have evolved where they can go past dimensions, but we find out that we are stuck because the fucking reptilians fucked our shit up. We just are stuck. And we're just like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? And then that makes us pissed off, and then we just start, like, fucking everything up.
2: I think that's where we have a chance to prove ourselves. Because you said we may work it out. Yeah. And we have a chance to maybe redeem and prove ourselves. And I think that's the test and the breaking point of how are you going to respond to this limitation? Are you going to force and intervene and take, like, a draconian or an NAA species would do? or are you going to just try to achieve and work toward more enlightenment like a galactic federation of light or umites or lyrians yeah are
0: you gonna are you gonna take your problems and try to evolve with them or are you going to try to get mad and cause wars and try to take over your your rightful place of ascending to the sixth dimension it's
2: like a test of true self kind of at that point we just need to
0: take
1: care of the reptilians if we just take care of the reptilians, guys. I mean, we have we repti- won't have any fucking problems. See? You know, we already have that six six seal seal on us. So, I mean, what's there to lose if we just try to fuck up the re- reptilians?
0: The four 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 seal will never be able to go past the fourth dimension, or even to the fourth dimension.
1: Well, I mean, I
0: oh, feel like oh, is that it's why left- it's
2: called the six 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 seal? Because we can't reach the sixth dimension. Yeah,
1: that's that's our burden to actually bear as humans that are descendants of reptilians. So, I mean, if we just take care of the middleman, you know, don't you think that the, <laughs> the, Galactic, the Galactic Federation would kind of be... We see you guys took a lot of uh, effort here. You, you guys <coughs> can join the Jubilee, but I think that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I like, did all this work for I nothing. all of this. I would
2: still be very appreciative of a fifth dimension, though. That's yeah. I, I would be
0: appreciative of the fourth dimension at this point. Yeah. Man, no kidding. I'm so bored with this third dimension, Yeah, guys. get
2: me out of here.
0: I'm over it.
2: There's nothing to do here.
0: But this actually concludes my full scope of aliens that are trying to help us consciously and scientifically.
1: I really, really want to hear what you guys have to say about this three-part series. What do you guys think about this? Because as fucking crazy as it sounds, I'm just going to go right in and say that I'm part of it. I'm part of it. I'm part of it. We fucking knew you were. We knew you were part of part it. Of it. <laughs> you know?
2: <laughs> the truth finally comes out.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just really into aliens. I always tell everybody, if I die... I hope it's by something that's not from our solar system. I want to die from aliens, or... He wants to die from a solar fucking flare, he Yeah, would me. you yeah. take a
2: meteor? Oh, yeah.
1: Do a meteor, <laughs> a meteor would be to awesome. The head.
2: Not a real big one, just enough to kind of knock you out <laughs> and just never wake up.
0: Hell yeah. That'd be the Hell best yeah. way
1: to go. Fuck yeah, We'll be meteors. at
2: funeral just be like, well, he, he got, went, he got yeah. everything he ever wanted,
0: really. <laughs> he died a happy man. Now,
2: this was, Yeah, this was a really fun series, and that concludes our whole deep dive on alien agenda. We may come back to this one day. I don't know. There's, Very much.
1: there's to so <laughs> much. There's still so much.
2: We've barely it's cracked right. the surface. Ugh. Oh, but oh, there's so much. But should we get out on some news? M- Mysteries <laughs> in the news. Well,
0: that's new. What could it be?
1: <laughs> Multiple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple episodes.
0: Episodes.
1: episodes. 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 In itself. So, um, mine is all about, it's called the Gateway Experience. The Gateway. Pretty much this is all about the human consciousness and how to tap into the human consciousness. And basically this guy from the CIA was commanded by... So um, there's like a whole article about this, and um, I'll post it up onto. Hopefully, we can post it up onto like Instagram or whatever, where you guys can go to read this whole thing. But in this, it's part of the CIA um, and the the United States Army. Um, but the CIA agent was tasked by a commander to provide an assessment of the Gateway experience in terms of its mechanics and. Ultimate practicality. Some of the things that I was kind of seeing about it is you can essentially meditate long enough and tap into the universe as if the universe is experiencing itself through us. Heavy. That's fucking heavy. Fuck. So if one of the things was saying, if you meditate for long enough, and you envision your own future, that future then would become a reality. Oh,
2: like chaos magic.
1: Ah, yes. If you
0: want it to be hard enough, it is.
1: Yeah, essentially. But this agent was so thorough about his research that he was going through stuff like biomedical science. Um, He talked to multiple uh, physicians, uh, read up on multiple sources concerning quantum physics theoretical physics, and even out-of-body experiences.
0: Imagine being in the CIA. <laughs> this is this is the task you're fucking given. You're like, all right, I'm going to need to get into quantum physics for me, all right? It's
1: a 26- No big deal. It's a 26-page document that this guy had sent to the commander. And I was only reading through just a little bit of it, because it's way too fucking long. And I... I
2: you mean you don't it read took, a it bunch t- of pages on quantum <laughs> physics?
1: It would probably take me five to six hours to read through all of this just to even grasp what it was saying. I was trying to read through the, the first few sentences just to grasp what it was saying. It's way beyond me. I, this guy must have been like a fucking genius. But part of the biomedical factors included things like anywhere from hypnosis, biofeedback, and even... Transcendental meditation. So going back to what I was saying, the fact that you can meditate for long enough that you can then become one with the fucking universe, dude. Well that's
0: what they're talking about with the fucking Lyrians. If you if you meditate hard enough, you can be in contact with I universal was say species. That.
1: It just ties in together. It's <laughs> so, so cool. It's so fucking insane. Um but there was there was, there, was two, um, there was just one little um, snidbit here that I was wanting to read to you guys. He was saying, Paradoxically, have gone to such great lengths to avoid trying to render judgments based on an occult or dogmatic frame of reference. In the end, I found it necessary to return at least briefly to the question of the impact of the gateway experience on common belief systems. I did so because although it was essential to avoid attempting to render an assessment in the context of of such systems, I felt that it was necessary after having completed the analysis to point out that the resulting conclusions do not have any violence to the fundamental mainstream of either eastern or western belief systems unlike that point is clearly established the danger exists that some people will reject the whole concept of the gateway experience in the mistaken belief that it contradicts and is therefore alien to all that they hold to be right and true and it just closes out Um, before it actually goes into the whole research that he's done. This is just like a few brief things that he wanted to talk about before he got into his own research. Um, He closes out by saying, This study is certainly not designed to be the last word on the subject, but I hope that the validity of its basic structure and the fundamental concepts upon which it is based will make it a useful guide for other... And then, I don't know if this is like an abbreviation, but it says USAINSCOM, all in capital letters, personnel who are required to take the gateway training or work with gateway material. The gateway, gateway training? training? So I want to do that. People, so, he was just starting out the basis for this whole thing. So, I'm guessing that the commander was like, hey, I want you to do research on this and send it back to me to see if we should even start making more people work collectively together to this.
2: And he believes we should.
1: And he believes that we should.
2: I like the idea of it called the gateway.
1: The gateway experience. Because it's
2: like a gateway drug to
1: to opening your consciousness. To better
0: understanding of the universe. I,
1: I hope that we end up making this an episode because some of the material in here is just, oh my gosh it's, it's so, such yeah. an alien. the experience. fact that there's like
0: training inside the US government for the gateway yeah. experience.
1: There was pictures of the human head like he had drawn the head and then there was a line through it and then um, going down halfway and then another line halfway. and then like just all these lines through this head depicting like, I guess, what the consciousness would be like. Super weird. That's fucking awesome. That's so cool. And this has come from the CIA. Oh, I'm not th-
2: surprised the CIA and all them are why we have LSD. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> What's this called again? Gateway...
1: Gateway experience. experience.
2: That's cool. I definitely am interested into going into more of that. Okay. <laughs> Mine is just as intense. Yes. Depending on how you feel about... Mashed
1: potatoes. Oh, I, I am <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I'm I am very strong, feel on strong mashed potatoes. about it.
2: So the question is who is leaving bowls of mashed potatoes around Jackson, Mississippi?
1: Yeah, who's just fucking getting a mashed potato when leaving them? I'm really sorry to ruin the whole story for you, Holly, but it was me. Damn ah, it. Ah, this is so like you,
2: Brandon. Did the reptilians put you up to this? Uh, uh, we fucking knew it.
0: How often have we said it this whole time, and he's part of it, he's
1: part of the problem. I'm so sorry, guys.
2: I'm pretty sure reptilians have invented all pure pureed foods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so residents of a neighborhood in Jackson, Mississippi are confused by the bowls of mashed potatoes they're finding on their cars, porches, and in their mailboxes.
0: How fucking weird would it be to walk outside? And you're like, oh, did the, did the mailman already come? I know I had a <laughs> you, letter coming. You put your hand in and she's like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, <laughs> boo. Take it out and just...
2: Lick your t- hand? T- taste, taste a little
1: bit and... That's some pretty good fucking mashed potatoes. That's a good <laughs> A resident
2: described Bellhaven neighborhood as a quirky one, with residents decorating road signs and putting Christmas trees in potholes. That's a solution. That's
0: what people do well, just so you don't drive over it.
2: So they so they don't know if someone's just playing a prank or if someone just had a lot of leftovers. <laughs> Got But Sebastian says some residents fear there's a more sinister message behind the potatoes. They, he said, quote... What could be sinister? This is it. Some people were thinking maybe the mashed potatoes were poisoned. And he said, noting that he almost stepped in a bowl of mashed potatoes Tuesday, and he said... I didn't taste it. I have a three-second rule, so I didn't touch it. But some <laughs> people were worried. It's almost like he stepped at it, and he considered. <laughs> you
0: know you know, he, he considered it. <laughs> he
2: considered taking a little licky lick. Well,
1: that was good. <laughs> that was, that's a good mashed potato. That's a, that's, a, that's a good tater.
2: And then this, another resident says, Some potato finders have connections to a local private Christian university, which may be a clue.
0: Oh, so they're saying a cult of Christians? A cult <laughs> of
2: mashed potato Christians.
1: What are they trying to? tell trying to, us?
2: I don't know. Dose you with some hallucinogen to get you to believe in their god? Uh, poison and not believe Believe with
1: us. Believe with us. <laughs> and we'll also give you mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. potatoes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely want to stay up to date on that one and see if it turns into a mashed potato also, cult.
1: Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: nope, still a mystery.
0: Good. I'm glad. Well, if you think your guys' is heavy,
1: oh, John. wait till
0: I tell you my story. Because. It's you. In Wisconsin. It's John in Wisconsin. <laughs> this easily could be me. You'd find me doing this. So a 25-year-old man and his 46-year-old mother decided to go to Walmart one day. As you do. Like you do. Maybe he had a couple groceries to pick up. So they I were in sometimes. they were in Eclair, Wisconsin. Um, Benny Van who was 25, and his mother, Lisa Smith, 46, entering the Walmart with their dog. The dog didn't have a leash on or anything. She apparently claiming it was a service animal. They entered Walmart. The dog ran away immediately within the store. <laughs> okay. My dog was Just fucking dip set on them. During that time, Van, the, the 25-year-old son started stripping naked Inside of the store.
2: That's his response to losing his dog. Yes.
0: Maybe he had some peanut butter. I'm somewhere. not sure if he was actually. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm not sure if he was actually, like, distressed that the dog was gone. The dog was just gone. He started stripping naked inside the store. The mom started going through and just tearing down displays that were set up. Just dismantling them. For some odd reason.
2: I feel like they went to Walmart just to cause some chaos.
0: Just to cause a couple problems.
2: <laughs> a ruckus.
0: <laughs> so they they approached them and asked them to leave the store. The son was not leaving the store. He ran away.
2: Like the dog?
0: Just like the She's dog.
2: She's like, I lost my dog. I lost my son.
0: The mom followed followed orders. She left the store. This is where things get really fucking weird. So <laughs> the mom goes into the parking lot and she just starts performing karate.
2: By herself?
0: By herself inside the parking lot. Now, she may have been doing taekwondo, may have been doing kung fu. Who knows? They described it as karate. So, I was going to say, fine, karate, karate is art. so different than all of those. <laughs> <laughs> So, to go back to the son, who's still inside the store, stripping down naked, he starts grabbing displays of clothing and starts putting them on to try to cover himself, I guess, realizing now that he's completely nude. And the dog shows up with a box of Jiffy Cornbread inside of its mouth. What? It's fucking insane this what's sounds actually This is like a happening.
2: weird fever dream or it something. It does. It
0: sounds like a fucking fever dream. Police report that he, that the son ran away whenever they were trying to confront him because obviously Walmart's fucking calling the cops at this point. So he ran away. This guy went so far as to try to run the police over with a scooter. Now, I don't know if he was on a razor scooter or an electric scooter. Or, like, one of the Walmart ones that yeah. you sit down in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel so bad for the person who had to sit, had, who had to sit in that after a na- naked man was, was riding around inside of it. So, the police eventually arrested the mom. They arrested the son. And the son was charged with lewd and lascivious behavior, disorderly contact, and retail theft. Smith, the mother, was charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and a mis- misdemeanor bail-jumping. So she was already fucking in trouble at and this point. And
2: disrespecting the fine art of
0: karate. karate. <laughs> <sighs> but that's that's my fun news story that I have.
2: What the fuck? They had to have <laughs> been on like PCP or something insane. Okay, if you look if you yeah. look at a picture
0: of these two people. Keep in mind, the mom's 46, guys. You should have had us guess her
2: age. Oh, yikes.
1: She is not 46. That's she 46 looks year like old she's woman. Like she's like
2: 80 or something. Yeah. She looks She looks like she's she, been on meth for 46 she looks like years. an evil witch that lives in the woods
1: she and is lures you in witch. with
2: gingerbread. She is horrifying. She's, she's horrifying. horrifying. How how does, snow
1: White the apple.
2: Yes, yes, straight up. She looks like the witch in Snow White.
0: <laughs> she does. She really does.
2: How old is he? The he's son? He's
0: 25. Oh, he
2: man. Also he also looks, looks like, like he would be 40. Yeah, he looks, he looks like, like he's, he's actually 40. Oh, gosh. Man, I want to know what that was about.
1: So, um... Fuck. So many weird things happen at Walmart.
2: Oh, I hate Walmart so much. <laughs> Should
1: we do a deep dive on Walmart? Yeah, and why it's so awful. <laughs> why it's so weird? Like why a weird, is Walmart a cult <laughs> of weird time?
0: Weird, terrible things that happen at Walmart, and the terrible people that
1: actually inhabit it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this has been a blast diving deep
0: into
1: deep alien. Deep in there. You know, I'm.
2: Yeah, we're ready I to keep you. splishing and splashing in the <laughs> alien agenda world.
1: And all this alien wet, I, I try yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> too, it's squishy. So
2: goopy in here.
1: I mean. At least make it where I can wear my floaties because I, I, I can't swim that well. So <laughs> okay, We'll go
2: to Walmart and pick you up some floaties. <laughs> but, yeah, if you have any input, updates, uh, some elaboration on anything we've talked about, shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be posting reference photos to every episode on there. So keep up to date with us there.
0: Like like and subscribe for stuff guys. I mean, it always helps. Plus, I mean, then you'll get you'll get feedback from from us and you'll get you'll get up updates on episodes and everything. So, check in with us next week on another episode of Mystery of the Week. Of the week. Later days. Love you.
1: <laughs> One morning when
0: I was out
1: shopping, though you'll find it hard to believe a little blue man came out of the crowd And timidly tugged at my sleeve I love you, I love you Said the little blue man I love you, I love you to bits I love you He loved me, said
2: the little blue man And scared me right out of my wits I